This episode is sponsored by MyXP. Head on over to myxp.church and schedule a free initial connect. Through August, you will receive 30% off the first month if you mention Doctrine and Devotion. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective 200 times, fool. That's it. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Felder, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. That's right. What's going on, man? Nothing. I'm uh, I'm here. I'm enjoying... It's a nice day. It's a great man, day. Man, the weather is good. Oh, it's finally. Out. Finally turned. Oh. It's looking... Oh, just feels good. You know what else feels good? Uh, what's that? Two hundred episodes. Two oh, hundredth episode. Two. I can't even believe it. You, know, you ever it. notice like 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 your average podcast, like the regular podcasts out there, like mm-hmm. the normal podcasts out there, run of the mill podcast. You know, I'm talking about like Happy Rant and uh, Reformed Pub. And yeah, all. yeah. It takes them like three years to get to two hundred. Because you're saying it only four took us two. years. Yeah, it took us like two years. Two years. Well, we do two a week, Joe. Yeah, because we ain't plan. I know. Like, I'm just saying we, we do it done. we do it two we a actually, week. They're all doing take it seriously. You're, you're going to try to sit here and say they don't take it seriously? Yeah, they definitely don't. Stop. That's not true. They don't take That's it seriously. That's not true. We take our listeners seriously. We love you guys so much. We want to give you twice as much as every other podcast out there. That's what all we're right, doing. All right, all right. Well, we made that? it. 200. We haven't killed each other. Nope. We're still no, we friends. A couple times we did We're still try. friends-ish. We wound up in the hospital a few times. Stab yeah. wounds. Not to stop. What? Stop. You don't want to talk about it? No, I don't that want to talk about that. one time you got all mad and you stabbed me? Don't talk You're about it. You're such a baby. Um, yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been fun. And it, I think on one level, it's been cool because it is, in a lot of ways, what we thought it would be. Like, yeah. Just us talking, hanging out, doing our thing, like not, not doing what everybody else thinks uh, a podcast should do, but just doing things that we, the way yep. we want to do it. Um, but there were also surprises along the way. What, what's, what's one of the big surprises that, uh, that comes to your mind when you think about doctrine and devotion and us doing this thing? That people listen still. Like they, you think they would check it out and be like, oh, "Yeah, I'm done." Yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, my wife did that. Your wife did that. They don't listen. No, no, no. no. They, no. they checked it out and said, "Yeah, I'm done." <laughs> they have to listen all the time, anyways. Yeah. They, they get doctrine and devotion all day, every did, day. Jen, so, okay, so last week, you and your wife and me had a doctrine and devotion texting session going on. Yep. And the, today it was Jen and you and me. Yep. I mean, yep. That's, that's, that's and both. And both of our wives are like, "Oh gosh, yeah, I'm this done. Is enough. That's why they don't listen." That's it, right here. <laughs> I, I, Michelle, she's not even ashamed. She tells people, I can't do it. So what, so what do you mean? Like people, because we, we did think that people would listen. We love, we thought people would. No, I know, but I know that we could be annoying. Like right. I know that we're. You mostly, but yeah. I know that you could be pretty. You are uh, just a little too domineering sometimes. Like, you know, a little. I, I know sometimes that, you get a little loosey goosey with the things that you say. I knew that you could be a bit more, you know, Driscollian in your. I'm not Driscollian. Oh, yes. What are you talking about? Oh, I, you didn't like that, did no, you? That, didn't like that, that did you? That oh, hurts. That, I have a that soft hurt. underbelly, and that was not cool. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's, oh, they can't look at you. I wish they could look at you right now. Right now. So, oh, okay. gosh. Look oh, at him. So I'm Driscoll? I, I, what does that make I, you? I'm saying Driscoll. What does that make you? You're like Ed Young Jr. I, no, I'm under the bus. Oh, oh I'm okay. If, <laughs> if I'm Driscoll and you're under the bus, I'm okay then. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah you're okay. But I think, I think one of the things that we have talked about is that we're surprised at how many people are listening. Yeah. Like yeah. it's and, and, and that people act that people enjoy it. And they I'm glad really, they enjoy it, but they really enjoy it. Like they really plug in, they comment, they yeah. they we get it's humbling, it's almost embarrassing how yeah. kind people are to us in the Absolutely. emails. We get so many emails and messages yeah. saying how much they appreciate it. In fact, we just got I'll, I'll read it before we're done here. Um just got an email from a, a, a female listener. We got a lot of ladies listening. We that was a surprise. That was a surprise. Ladies yeah. listening. Yep. 
Shouldn't be a surprise though. Oh, because you're on you're on no, the podcast. No, no, oh, no, I know because you're so no, because you're like looking. my feminine co-host. Like you're like you know, it's like it's not just like a couple of dudes talking. It's it's me and my podcast wife. <laughs> well done, well done. That just made me so happy. Yeah, you should be. I walked into that one. Yep, yep. Another thing, I think uh, that I guess I ex- I didn't expect, or maybe I did expect. I didn't expect it to this extent. Was how communal. Yeah, our listeners are really like yeah. they they really engage in our community. They really uh, uh, really try to interact with us. And then like when you meet when like when we meet right. listeners, it's it, it I I am embarrassed at times because it's like this sense where and I've heard it a few times where they're like, man, I feel like I know right, everything right. about you. I, yeah. But I have no idea who you are. Yeah, well, because they're not as important as we are. No, stop that, it. What, what? So that's I, what you're I, saying. I'm embarrassed because like there's this level of intimacy that's yeah. one way. We share, we we're pretty transparent on. We're this, pretty I feel transparent. Like. Yeah. So there's this level of intimacy, and where where you know they feel close to me, and so I just don't know. Like but it's fun because here, because honestly, what I've seen you do, and I know what I like to do is then that makes me want to learn more about them. It's that's like, it. Oh, so good. I try to engage because like, yeah. I feel awkward. I feel embarrassed that like, you know so much about me, but I have no idea about you. Yeah. And, and this is, I mean, this is something that's really cool is even, you know, when we put on our, our, our little conference, right. And mm-hmm. we, of course we talk big and are silly about it. It's a small conference. Like we had 350 people yeah, yeah. Uh, this past year, um, but people flew in from all over the yeah. country. That's crazy for oh, a yeah. little podcast. Why would, they do that and it's not because we're awesome or anything like that we know we're not we're, we know we're just normal guys but it's it's there is something that god is doing in the um in the community that's being built around yeah. the theology that we think is important yep. that uh that resonates with people and so that's been i think yeah that's definitely been a surprise i think that uh one of the things when when I think about doctrine and devotion, that has been very reassuring to me and encouraging is the value of conversation. Yeah, I that, agree. You know, there's a time for teaching, there's a time for preaching, there's a time for study, but there has to be conscious, intentional time for brothers and sisters to sit down and actually talk. That's to, right. To talk through things that they disagree about, to talk through things that they agree on, and maybe to even press into some of their presuppositions, yeah. um, to walk through scripture. You know, the Puritans modeled this beautifully. Obviously, the early church did. Uh, we see that in the book of Acts, Acts 2.42 and whatnot. But um, but the Puritans modeled this, this idea of holy conference, coming together and talking about the word and what the word is doing in our lives and rebuking and encouraging and exhorting one another. Like, I love that what we value and do naturally and put on this podcast in a condensed form yeah. has resonated with people in such a way that I hope it's encouraging them to actually have their own little D&D. No, absolutely. Like, I mean, these are things that you can be doing at home and it's stuff that we were already doing before we started the podcast. I think that's, that's why it's how we were able to do it. Exactly. Because I mean, you know, what you guys hear is, is something short, right? This is short, condensed. Probably a bit sillier than normal, right. um, but outside of this, there's there's much more time that goes into these conversations. Oh yeah, uh, not necessarily on the same topic that we're discussing on right. the podcast, but about other topics and uh, and other issues that are going on uh, in our lives. And so I think it's. But you're right, the conversation because you look at at least my viewpoint. Looking at, I mean, with everything going on, even in the SBC, right? You know where, me. <laughs> with everything going on in the SBC. You know me. Where uh, the conversation like gets either halted mm-hmm. or vilified. Right. 
And so I think that's like having a space. It gets shut down or it gets shouted. You're so proud. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> having a space, though, having a uh, like that freedom and mm-hmm. that opportunity to actually share what's going on is important for for everybody and to listen to each other. Like, to, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's really, really important to to like you said have a, have a context, have an environment where you can have these conversations, but not just for you to talk, but for you to listen. Like, I need to listen. Yeah. I need to listen to people. And the idea that I could be wrong doesn't. I'm not afraid of that. Yeah. Because. If I am wrong, then that means I can be made right. It means that I can learn the truth. And so when I when I when I am forced by God's word and his people to change my mind, I am pumped. Oh yeah. Because it means like, wow, I just escaped something stupid that I was believing. Oh in. yeah, yeah. So like that that's a that's a good thing. The conversations are are, are valuable. And I, I think that, you know, if we're gonna take them if we're gonna take our 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 dialogue seriously. We want to invest in it intentionally. I can tell you this: when I was in college, so I went to Moody Bible Institute. In oh, Chicago. here we go. What are you talking about? No name drop. Tell us all again. Wait, they're almost shut down. What are you talking about? How Joe I name freaking name, How you name drop Moody oh, Bible Moody, Institute? I know. And where'd like you go after that? Where'd you go after that? The Southern Baptist there Theological Seminary. Continue, yeah. Joe Thorne. But I, I got uh, I got a full ride scholarship because I was so smart. They were like, "We'll just pay you to be here." Oh, and Southern. Yeah. Oh, you finished though, right? Yeah, I did. Got me, it's right up there. Got your degree? Yeah. Like you, the well, Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, well, right there. Well, the question the, is, so here's my question. No, the question is, did you finish? I did. It's right there. There's my degree. It's, did, it's, did, okay, there's lots of people that have honorary degrees. It's not that an honorary did, degree. It's an earned degree. Earned degree. But you yeah. earned every credit. Yes. Every I've credit. earned every credit. You finished now, every credit. I finished every credit. Yes. Nobody yes. went. No, no, nobody no. petitioned. Nope, no, there's no petitioning. Okay, all right, no okay. petitioning. No one stood up on your behalf. No one needed to. No, my work speaks for itself, son. Well, what about the work you didn't do? Well, that that my my other work is so. <laughs> uh, what's the word? My, 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 the work that I do mm-hmm. is 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 so powerful mm. that it compensates for any work that I might not have done for some credits. <laughs> And that maybe okay. So now I gotta I'm say not, it, I'm, gonna, no, I'm not gonna say the person's oh, name. I'm gonna say it. the person's name. So, anyways, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I was short two credits, uh-huh. and then and, and then I what? earned them by gonna... planting a church. That's how I earned it. Oh, okay. Those last two credits were an SME mm. and uh, supervised ministry experience, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I earned those last two credits by planting a church. Yes, there you go. Okay, so, so who helped you get those credits? Huh? Oh, we can't say who helped. No, 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 no. It wasn't like. You know what? We don't have time to go into the. There's a lot more that could be said right now. Yeah, a lot more. Yeah, that's right. But we have a lot more other things to get done right now. So instead of spending more time on this, Mm. let's spend more time on the next thing. Okay. So here's what I was going to say about Bible college. When I went to Bible college, I disagreed with my professors because they were classic dispensationalists. Yeah. And I was biblical, so I had (laughs) I had radically different perspectives. So I had to read everything that they told me to read. But then I read twice as much. I read every other perspective. I read as much as I possibly could. Despite the fact that you're, I'm sitting in classes and I'm reading tons and tons of books, the best learning, the most influential learning that I did was through the discussions that I had on the dorm room floor lounge. Yeah. Talking it out, arguing it out, yelling things. And then at the end of some of those arguments, realizing, you big dummy, mm. you fought to the end and you wouldn't agree that you were wrong but you were wrong yeah and it's like so the conversation is so helpful because it forces us to articulate our that's thoughts right. to confront our presuppositions and to listen to other people i think that's one of the things that stands out to me as i think about D. it's good for that 
even though we're basically on the same page. I mean, it's just, it's, it's the model of yeah. talking things out. Yeah. But I mean, there's something, well, yeah, I mean, there's things we've disagreed on, but they're more, they're more petty. <laughs> they're what, more, what, what, they're what more petty and personal. Disagree on anything. No, not theological. Yeah. Or anything. No, I know. I'm, we're on the same page. No. We're simpatico. No, we're simpatico. Uh, no, we have Name one thing. Name one thing right now. Go. I'm not going to say it on the you air. Can't say it because you can't, you don't have it. No, I'm not going to okay, say, say it on the air. We, it. We've had disagreements no, we about how to move forward on certain things. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. Name one. You can't do it. You can't do I'm it. I'm not going to do it on the air because that's personal. It. It's, it's personal. personal. It's, What's it's, wrong with you? That's what somebody says who doesn't have any bullet in his gun to say anything. So here's where we disagree. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh. You think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, you here's know it's true. Our, you, we have no, disagreed. No, we've never disagreed. Are you disagreed really going to say we've never we've disagreed? We've never fought, argued, or disagreed on anything. No. We've never fought or no. argued. Even we the listeners a, right now are We going, are a mirror of each other. A mirror of each other. Mirror of each other. Well, we are, are a you fun, say- we're a funhouse mirror of each other. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying we're just in harmony together. We work really well together. Is that is yeah. that really what you're trying to that get down to? That is what I'm saying, yes. That's really good. And you know what? If you're looking for someone to work well with, in harmony with, you need to talk to Tyler Jewett's. No. What? Wait, what'd you call him? Tyler what? Druitts. No. How do you pronounce it? Drevitz. Why do people have weird because, names? Because he, he thinks he's German and he's got to say it that way. Fine. It's our podcast. Yeah, this is our podcast. We're going to yeah, go connect with Tyler over at myxp.church. Love that guy. Really good. So you got to get over there. You got to sign up with him. And you know what? You could sign up for the free initial conversation. And if you do move forward with him for the first month, it's 30% okay, off. Who by, cares? By talking about Dr. Devotion. But you know what? Who cares? Dude, what the real that? question is why? Like, how does it work? Yeah. What, what is my XP? It sounds like some motocross thing. It's not like motocross. You say that. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's just so dumb. But no, you're dumb. Not my XP. No, no, they're it's smart. Min- no, it's a ministry that's that's committed to uh, solving problems for pastors, yeah, right? And, and, and ministers churches, and churches. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, listen. There's some churches that that you're either starting up church uh, plants, church especially. plant, especially church plants. Or you're just on the smaller end. You can't, you can't afford, afford multiple staff. That's right. right. Tyler will come in, or you, you'll connect with Tyler. Online. Online. You'll explain what you're trying to do, the situation that you're in, and he will help solve the problem. See, now, you churches, now, you churches that are going to be starting up again, like especially in the fall, you're going to be oh, ramping yeah. things up for your fall kickoff. Now is the time yeah. to hit up Tyler. You've got to hit him up. you got to hit but him explain up. Explain what XP is. Executive Pastor. Okay, so it's, it stands for executive pastor, even though executive starts with an E, not an X, whatever. Yeah, but everyone um, calls it XP. So, so Tyler, is an ex- what is an executive pastor? Yeah, I mean, that's someone that, uh, that's... That's what you do. Yeah, it's a shepherd that is uh, gifted in administration, communication, management... Problem solving. Problem solving. And right. that Tyler fits that to a T. What? <laughs> that wasn't planned, <laughs> That yo. wasn't, but that was really good. And so, listen, this is the way it works. You'll, weekly, you will uh, have a 60-minute connect with an experienced executive pastor to just kind of outline the current problems and the challenges. Then they're going to get to work solving those problems, and they're going to continue to work behind the scenes, strengthening all your right. systems. See, it, mo- most pastors are strong in one area or yeah. another. And yeah, Joe, Joe. Preaching. I can preach. That's about it. That's all I can do. And I get about a C plus on that. Um, uh, well. But I'm not. But I'm not that executive pastor. That's why you're here. That's why you're Brian's B minus. Here. So am I B minus? You're B minus. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, you're welcome. So appreciate you, bro. Appreciate. So, but what you need is somebody that can help you in your weaknesses. And so, yeah. a lot of times, preachers or like those shepherd types that are very counseling oriented aren't very good or aren't as good as communications and problem solving, vision casting, and things like that. 
Tyler and and good XPs. That's, oh yeah, that's their jam. That's what they do, and they will they will help you biblically and practically solve your problems and help you move forward on mission. So head on over to myxp.church, mention Doctrine and Devotion, and save thirty percent off your wait, 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 first. Wait. That's saving thirty percent. Yeah, thirty off your first off the first month. Thirty percent. Thirty percent. That's almost fifty percent. It's, it's on almost its way. free. Yes, it's almost free. It's oh my gosh, what is wrong with you? Thanks, Tyler, for the free. Thanks, Tyler. All right, so Joe, we've been talking about Doctor Devotion. We talk about kind of what we've been learning and stuff. I mean, where do you kind of see? Like, we kind of discussed this off and on. Where do we see kind of before we get into like an email? Sure. Um, where do we, you know, where do we see this going in right. the future? Because I mean, we've done two hundred episodes. I right. mean, does that mean you know are we done? Have we arrived? Uh, no, we have too much fun. We're not stopping. Yeah. Um, okay. So when we're looking ahead, here's what we know. We're, we're going to always offer our, our regular podcasts two a week for free articles, uh, blog posts online for free. Good stuff. Video Um, when available. Video, (laughs) video when, uh, we have time. It's, we've been way too busy to even, we thought it would be so easy. We do video, whatever. Oh my gosh. No, we're so So, dumb. We're um, so arrogant. So what we are talking about are, are ways to improve the conference. Yep. Um, you know, we launched the 1689 website. Yep. So um, now we're looking at writing some books. We're looking yep. at um, producing more content in different ways. Maybe some questions that we could just throw out there. Like, would you know, what would the interest level be for our listeners um, or among our listeners for a full, uh, like fully robust app for your for your phone or iPad. What is a fully robust app? So like an app that would have, what is, would you guys be interested in an app? And you'd have to pay like something for it. I don't know, five bucks. I don't know how it works. But apps are wicked expensive oh to have goodness. them developed. So it, would there be, because like everything's online for free. So like, oh my every, gosh, you don't, a wicked, an app. An app. Oh my gosh. Talk, don't pretend like you haven't talked about no, the app. No, I know, but a fully functioning app, there's no way we can afford that. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see. But the point is, is, is there interest, would you guys want an app that would, all in one place have podcast and um, articles and videos and the sixteen eighty nine and all of that. Is that worthwhile, or is it something that we shouldn't even think about because everything else is what we are doing is working so well right now? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I look up, when I look ahead, the questions that I'm mostly concerned with are how can we do what we do better. And how can we encourage more people? Those are the two basic questions yeah. that I have. So everything that we, every issue that comes up, like it's related to those two things for me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we, we've kind of talked about, you know, uh, putting out some study guides and things like that. Yep. We just haven't been able to get to that, but, um, we, we need to get to writing. I know that's something that, uh, we've, we've already kind of got the outline, the sketches. We kind of got it all laid out. It's we just, just a schedule now. We just need to schedule, just schedule, schedule, schedule and get it done. It's going to be good. Yeah. I think that, um, I would say when I'm thinking about like this whole 200 uh, episodes that we've recorded, um, one of the things that I've learned is to, uh, to I, one of the things I am learning yeah. is to listen to critics, even when they're being big baby heads. Mm. So that even if I know like, okay, this person's got a bad attitude and they're wrong. I, I still want to actually think about what they're saying. Like, is there any truth in this? Yeah. Yes or no. And all of that, because I don't want to, I don't want to waste the opportunity to reflect on you know where we're at or what we're doing or what I'm doing in a particular situation, so that's been really good. I mean, the ninety 
98% of the feedback that we get is really, really positive. And then there's always a couple of people that yeah. are even, and, and I'm including the positive constructive criticism. Yeah, That's yeah. positive. Uh, and there's always some, you know, some haters and some angry people out there who say like really mean things about us. And that doesn't really bother us, but we still do want to actually, you know, take that seriously and, and take it in. Um, and try to at least say like, all right, so maybe there be maybe they're playing the fool right now, but uh, you know, like like in uh, David's life, uh, is there something to mm-hmm. hear or learn from this person who might be a little nuts? That's right. So I think you know that's something that I'm uh, that's been good for me uh, over these episodes. Yeah, I mean, I think for me it's been uh, it really really humbling, you know, really humbling um, that people listen, that they enjoy it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 for me, I think it's also been a really enriching time um, being able to kind of focus on these things, right? Like, we don't focus a lot of time on this, but even mm-hmm. like in ministry, right? Like, right. there's, there is a, there's a, uh, the, the, just the grace of God and the mercy of God to allow us to be in a position where, you know, we get to, I mean, get paid to study God's word as ministers, as ministers, not as the podcast. Host. No, no, no. But I'm talking about as ministers, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. We get paid to, to study God's word. And that for those out there that are ministering, don't take that for granted. Oh man, it's beautiful. Like that is something that, that there's a lot of other people that are working nine to fives. They're working well, 50, nine to nines, nine to nine, 12 hour days. They're working so hard. Uh, and they don't have that luxury after a long day or even before a long day, oftentimes of, of, study you get to carve that time out they gotta, they gotta force that that's yeah. right you know for you you get you can roll in at nine o'clock get in your office at nine thirty, and go ahead and spend another half hour 40 you know half hour 45 minutes on on your own personal devotions mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get that and so i think part of the this for me has been this enriching time of even though you know we're not paid for it um it has been a really beneficial time, good a sweet us. time for yeah. my soul, right? Mm-hmm. Like just the soul care of, of looking at God's word, having, being able to discuss God's word, um, and to share with God's people what God is, is teaching me. And that, yeah. that, that to me is just incredibly humbling and honoring. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, why don't we do this? Um, you know, we get a lot of emails in, a lot of emails in. A lot. We, we can't answer them all. But and we Joe do. won't archive them. Well, you archive them. I don't need to Dude, archive them. you're the them. worst. You're the I, why, worst. Why is it on me? Because why you, is it on me? Here's because you open the email. I look at it. Just then archive it. Yeah, I like to leave it there. No, why? Maybe we, maybe we you are the it. worst. I can't. I hate. You just got a I speaking hate. engagement. Okay, so an email just came in. And should I have archived that? Yes. No, of course not, because you haven't read it yet. I did read it. I read it before you did. What time did you read it? As soon as it was sent, because it boop, boop, and I read it. What time? What time? I don't know. Whenever it was sent. No, what time? I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. No, you just give me, give me a roundabout idea. Yesterday. It was today. Yeah, but it was like 12.01 a.m. <laughs> All right, now listen up. So we'll, we'll, we'll but do- But archive, please. We'll do, okay, yes. I'll let you archive for me. Um, Gosh, it's the worst. Lead pastor. All right, so this is an email from uh, a listener named Lindsay. And her subject in the email is the role of women in ministry. Mm. So I'm just going to read this and then we're going to briefly interact with it a little bit. And yep. um, just, we want to say, Lindsay, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for writing to us um, and to share some of what you're thinking and going through. It really does mean a lot. Hey guys, first I want to say how much I appreciate the time and thought you put into your podcast discussions. There has been so much I have learned about theology and church in the last year through topics you've talked on. I have recently been reading a book by Zach Hicks called The Worship Pastor, A Call to Ministry for Worship Leaders and Teams. Just about every chapter in this book is really enlightening, and I would suggest it to anyone involved in a local church. 
not just worship leaders. For the record, uh, Jimmy and I have not read this book. We don't know anything about it. So that's Lindsay talking. Lindsay, if it turns out to be heresy, that's on you. Um, she said, but it also brought to my attention a couple of questions I've had in the back of my mind for a while. First, what is the difference in a worship leader and a worship pastor? Is there a difference? The reason for this second question is because in a recent conversation with some with someone who plays an important role of discipleship in my life, they said they believe women can be worship leaders, but they shouldn't be worship pastors. So my second question is, what are the biblical roles of women in the church and what is not biblical? Another reason for this question is, I know that there are denominations where women are considered overseers in the church. So, Lindsay, we've talked about this a little bit in the past, uh, here and there, and uh, it's a really, really good group of questions. We love that you're thinking through it and that you've come to the people who have all the answers to finally uh, you know, clarify this <laughs> issue for you once and for all. Um, the truth is, is the, the whole issue of the role of women in ministry, on one level, for your, your, your standard evangelical or certainly among the Reformed Christians— uh, on one level, it's a simple it's a simple answer, um, but on another level, it actually gets really complex. Yeah. So let's just take your questions in order here. Um, what's the difference between a worship leader and a worship pastor? So Jimmy, yep. is there a difference between a leader in the church and a pastor in the church? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think a a, a pastor is one that is recognized to have spiritual authority um, over the congregation. So pastor. Elder, pastor, bishop, elder, yeah. all the same thing. All the same thing to us. Uh, you so can be a leader say, and not a pastor, but you correct. can't be a pastor and not a leader. That's right. That's it. So I think, uh, I think, well, yeah, just the way Joe said it. I mean, someone can lead a ministry, but the, you know, the direction, the uh, decisions, oversight, oversight and everything mm-hmm. is done by the pastors. So a worship leader is a person then who serves the congregation yeah. by leading the congregation in the singing of psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Mm-hmm. So they are leading, they are they are given um they're empowered to do this work and they are overseen by elders or pastors. Correct. So like even for us, we've got three worship leaders. None of them are pastors. None of them are pastors. And Joe Joe and Pastor Brian oversee that ministry. So you can be a worship leader to be a worship pastor. Uh, Now, again, a lot of churches use pastor and leader interchangeably, which is a mistake. Yep. Um, You need to draw that line. If you're you're a pastor, elder pastor is the same thing. So if you're if you're parsing things out so that you can be a pastor but not an elder, you're doing it wrong biblically, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, to be a worship leader means that you are leading the congregation in the singing of songs, hymns, and spiritual songs, and you're probably helping to organize the the whole musical components and, and the liturgical elements on Sunday. But a worship pastor does all of that, but with that, he also has the greater responsibility of being a shepherd to the body Correct. as one who has been appointed to be uh, an overseer in the church who has that authority. So there is a difference. It's not just – for some churches, it's just a title. It doesn't mean anything. But as we think about it, there is a difference, absolutely. And then she says um, – you know, they believe uh, one of this woman's uh, influencers in her life says uh, women can be worship leaders, but they shouldn't be worship pastors. Jimmy. Well, I, I mean, you look at Timothy, you look at Titus, you look at scripture, uh, the role of elder bishop pastor, the office is is for qualified men, qualified, called men. Yeah. That's how we always put it, right? Yeah. It's not just for men. 
No, no, because there's no. a lot of men that should not be. Right, right. It's, it's not. It's not like well, this. Is I know a, a lot of men that shouldn't be pastors. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know two right now. Yeah, I know one. I know two. Yeah, I know. Yeah, one. you and Pat. No, so well. anyway, <laughs> I was gonna let you burn me. Um, so uh, what was your question? I already forgot. I, got, I distracted myself. Uh, women as pastors. I literally have to look this up again. Oh yeah. So her friend was saying that uh, a, a woman can be a worship leader, but not a worship pastor. Okay. So if if your your friend sounds like a complementarian, yeah, right? Yeah. Which is what we are. We believe that um, that the office of pastor, like Jimmy said, is limited to qualified called men. So uh, a woman should not and biblically cannot serve as an elder in a church because it is not just limited to men, but biblically qualified and called men. So um, so you couldn't technically be a worship pastor, but many churches would allow women uh, who are complementarian, they would allow women to be worship leaders, which means they serve under the authority of a, a an eldership, yep. and they yep. therefore are leading the congregation in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. That's right. You okay with that? I'm okay with that. Whoa, really, what? dude? Yeah. Dang. What? I don't know. I'm going to text Paige Patterson and see what he thinks. Cause I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to think about women unless I hear from Paige Patterson. So <laughs> oh, okay. Or, or Piper. Ask Piper. Um, the peas. The peas. The yeah. peas. They'll, they'll, Two peas in a pod. They'll set us straight. <laughs> set the women straight. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you, you have to – anytime you're talking about how you're going to do church, you want to think biblically first – and theologically, but then you got to think practically and strategically. Like, is after we've settled biblical theological, now how do we do this in a way that's going to make sense? So there are some people that would say, when you put a, a female up front as a worship leader, not a pastor, she still is going to be presented in such a way as to as to at least implicitly carry spiritual authority. Yeah, yeah. So there are some churches that would say we won't have a woman as the uh, worship leader, <laughs> or even on stage, or on stage, or reading scripture. Yeah. Or taking doing an up, taking up offering. Nope. You know what? You know what? Just, just help with the babies. Help with the babies in the back. That's, that's what some that's churches would say. And, you know, sit in the back. Yeah, on the sides with your head covering. Right. So that's some churches. Um, I certainly think there is room here for disagreement and for different ways of approaching it. Uh, where I don't think there's much room or any room is on the issue of elder slash yeah. pastor. So yeah, I, I think you're, what your friend is saying is, is like even from a complementarian perspective. A woman could serve as a worship leader, not necessarily as a worship pastor because of all that comes with the pastoral calling and the pastoral um, qualifications. Yeah. Um, so then you really get to it here at the end. What are the biblical roles for women in the church and what that's is not good. biblical? So that's a huge question. Uh, we're just going to briefly touch on it here. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked a little bit about this in the past, um, but you know, you, it, this is where I think it does get more complicated for reformed uh, Christians and evangelical Christians who who are complementarian because what that means is that we believe that there are um, that there's a quality between men and women uh, in life and marriage in the church and before the face of God. However, there are different roles and callings upon men and women in a few different spheres, one being the local church yep. and one being the home. And so in the local church, we would say it breaks down to, um, at the very least, and this is where we land here at Redeemer, that um, only men can serve as elders yep. in a local church who are qualified and called. called. Um, in the home, we believe that husband and wife, uh, mother and father work together in tandem and in unity, and that they are 
Um, they're very equal, but that the husband is called scripturally the head of the household, and therefore he bears a greater level of responsibility for what happens in that home. So it's not that he's in charge and what he says goes, yeah, yeah. and you've got to do whatever he says, but he is the leader. The he's the leader in that home, and he is charting the course. And when he deviates from you know the path of righteousness and following Jesus. You don't need to be following that guy. Yep. Um, but as he is, then you do, uh, wives should submit graciously to their um, husband's servant leadership is the way Southern Baptists would put it. And I think that's a good way to say it. So when it, but then when it comes to well, what is the role of women in the church, by and large, it's the role of the Christian in the church. I don't think you need to separate out the, the role between men and women in the church unless you're talking about Eldership. Eldership, yeah. Right? So what's the role of a Christian in the church? Well, do you have to make a distinction between men and women in that? Outside of the leadership, outside of eldership, I don't think you need to make I don't much think of a so, distinction. No. So we are all to use our gifts and to seek to use those gifts in ways that are going to help the body, that are going to glorify God. Um, you know, women are, are able to um, serve and lead and teach and counsel in brilliant ways and in ways that are complementary to men that are needed in the church. Yeah. So we've got to empower women to do the things that God has called them to do and, and to, to do the things that God has equipped them to do in the local church. It's going to look different from church to church. And maybe some churches wouldn't have a woman preach on the Lord's Day because that is a, a gathering where um, elders are typically doing that work. But outside of that, it would be good to have women, I think, participate in some of the teaching uh, components of the Christian life, certainly as it relates to women instructing other women. And oh, yeah. We've got to be raising up women to be teachers and preachers, at the very least, in their particular spheres and the broader context of, of ministering to the body of Christ, with an emphasis on women, uh, oftentimes. Most of the fact, like my wife, uh, travels around and preaches and mm -hmm. speaks and writes, and she's happy to talk to anybody but she really has a calling, a sense of calling to speak to women. So I think the real question is, can you clarify what the Bible says about distinctions between men and women, not just biologically, but in the church and in the home? And once you've clarified those things biblically, then you can say like, okay, so then what does it look like for men and women in light of all of that to be fully functioning members of the local church where it does not look like one of them is a second-class citizen or one of them uh, don't have anything to offer outside of caring for the little ones? You know what's like? I mean that that uh, that question is discouraging, mm -hmm. and not because of Lindsay, right? Like no. not because of her, but because she women have to ask that. Yeah, you know and what that's I mean? on us. That that that's on us. Like that's on that's on elders. That's on the church. That's on leadership of not properly and clearly and warmly and and uh, encouraging and awesomely and awesomely. Uh, inviting uh, women to to serve as they've been gifted right like that that to me is is discouraging right yeah i mean we wonder why you know there's uh there's this disconnect we wonder why um there's this generation of of women that look and they say well i'm looking at scripture and i'm reading scripture and and you know it, yeah i understand about not being an elder but what about everything else like, what about, you know, uh, living, living the call that God has, has right. given me? And why is it that you're not encouraging me to, to glorify God with the gifts that God has given me? Right. And again, is, it's the church's responsibility 
to make disciples, right? Yeah. And it's the responsibility in part of the elders to uh, seek to present every person complete in Christ. So if you are leaving a anybody, but certainly a, a large section of your church, under-equipped, yeah. under-prepared to do what God has called them to do, that's on you. That's on us. And so before everybody starts freaking out about like, you know, oh, feminism and uh, listen, um, know your job, know your role as the church and as leaders in the church. It's our responsibility as leaders in the church to equip the saints for ministry. All right. So what does that look like for men? What does it look like for women? Yeah. And, uh, and let's, I mean, I think we need to be very intentional and, and this goes back to something we said earlier. We got to be very intentional and very careful in yeah. what we're saying but one of the best ways to do this is through having real, open, honest conversations yeah. that are ultimately going to be governed by the word, but where we actually listen to each other and try to work this stuff out. Well, Joe, happy 200. Happy 200. We made it. You know, I think at our 400th episode. Oh, we're going to be that long? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus could come back or we could get bored. One or the other. One or the other is going to happen. happen. Uh, for our 400th episode, I think, um, I think we need to have a cruise. I think we need to do like one oh, of those. We are not. I think we'll do a cruise. No, oh, like like Modern no, Reformation does a cruise. No. RC used to do the cruises. Oh do a big cruise. Why? Four hundredth anniversary. We are not doing. We're a gonna cruise. do a cruise. It's Why? gonna be awesome. Why? I don't even see the fun in that. Oh no, I'm not going. <laughs> it's the D and D cruise. I'll stay home, but it'll be it'll be, it'll be, it'll be people would like that. Doctrine and devotion cruise. We could have these cut out cardboard pictures of us, and they could get pictures <laughs> with us, like quote unquote, on the cruise while we're hanging out here at the cigar shop. How about that? It's such a horrible idea. It's a great idea. Horrible idea. Open your mind. Free your mind. Free. We'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head over to the website, drvotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, joefostore.com. Free shipping, 20% off today in celebration of 200th episode. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday, blog posts on Wednesdays, video content when available. Later. <laughs>